Start your day with a story. Bookshelf with Jessica Dada. Hello and welcome to Bookshelf with me, Jessica Dada. Today on the show, we'll be reading the poignant story of The Star Lovers by Grace James. It is now time to read our story pick of the day, The Star Lovers by Grace James. I hope you like it. All you that are true lovers, I beseech you pray the gods for fair weather upon the seventh night of the seventh moon. For patience' sake and for dear love's sake, pray and be pitiful that upon that night there may be neither rain nor hail nor cloud nor thunder nor creeping mist. Hear the sad tale of the star lovers and give them your prayers. The weaving maiden was the daughter of a deity of light. Her dwelling was upon the shore of the Milky Way, which is the bright river of heaven. All the day long she sat at her loom and plied her shuttle, weaving the gay garments of the gods. Warp and woof, hour by hour, the coloured web grew till it lay fold on fold, piled at her feet. Still she never ceased her labour, for she was afraid she had a she had heard a saying Sorrow, age long sorrow shall come upon the weaving maiden when she leaves her loom. So she laboured, and the gods had garments to spare, but herself, poor maiden, was ill-clad. She wrecked nothing of her attire or of the jewels that her father gave her. She went barefoot and let her hair hang down, unconfined. Ever and anon, a long lock fell upon the loom, and back she flung it over her shoulder. She did not play with the children of heaven, or take her pleasure with celestial youths and maidens. She did not love or weep. She was neither glad nor sorry. She sat weaving, weaving, and wove her being into the many-coloured web. This is Bookshelf, and we are reading The Star Lovers by Grace James, which we will continue to read after this. All right, back to the story. Now her father, the deity of light, grew angry. He said, daughter, you weave too much. It is my duty, she said. At your age to talk of duty, said her father. Out upon you. Wherefore are you displeased with me, my father? She said, and her fingers plied the shuttle. Are you a stock or a stone or a pale flower by the wayside? Nay, she said, I am none of these. Then leave your loom, my child, and live. Take your pleasure, be as others are. And wherefore should I be as others are? She said, never dare to question me. Come, will you leave your loom? She said, sorrow, 
age-long sorrow shall come upon the weaving maiden when she leaves her loom. A foolish saying, cried her father, not worthy of credence. What do we know of age-long sorrow? Are we not gods? With that, he took her shuttle from her hand gently and covered the loom with a cloth, and he caused her to be very richly attired, and they put jewels upon her and garlanded her head with flowers of paradise. And her father gave her for spouse the herd boy of heaven who tended his flocks upon the banks of the bright river. You are listening to Bookshelf with me, Jessica Dada. On Bookshelf, we read interesting and thought-provoking stories. We do this every weekday morning, 6 to 7 a.m. We are on the air across Myanmar on FM, 96.1 FM for Yangon, 96.5 for Mandalay and 96.7 for Nibido. Today, we are reading The Star Lovers by Grace James and we'll continue reading the story after this. Now the maiden was changed indeed. Her eyes were stars and her lips were ruddy. She went dancing and singing all day. Long hours she played with the children of heaven and she took a pleasure with the celestial youths and maidens. Lightly she went, her feet were shod with silver. Her lover, the hard boy, held her by the hand. She laughed so that the very gods laughed with her and high heaven re-echoed with sounds of mirth. She was careless. Little did she think of duty or of the garments of the gods. As for her loom, she never went near it from one moon's end to another. I have my life to live, she said. I'll weave it into a web no more. And the hard boy, her lover, clasped her in his arms. Her face was all tears and smiles, and she hid it on his breast. So she lived her life, but her father, the deity of light, was angry. It is too much, he said. Is the girl mad? She will become the laughing stock of heaven. Besides, who is to weave the new spring garments of the gods? Three times he warned his daughter. Three times she laughed softly and shook her head. Your hand opened the door, my father, she said. But of a surety, no hand either of God or of mortal can shut it. He said, you shall find it otherwise to your cost. And he banished the hard boy forever and ever to the farther side of the bright river. The magpies flew together from far and near, and they spread their wings for a frail bridge across the river, and the hard boy went over by the frail bridge. And immediately the magflies flew away to the ends of the earth, and the weaving maiden could not follow. She was the saddest thing in heaven. Long, long she stood upon the shore and held out her arms to the herd boy who tended his oxen, desolate and in tears. Long, long she lay and wept upon the sand. Long, long she brooded, looking on the ground. What a harsh father! Anyway, it is now time for another song. Enjoy. So the deity of light had just banished the hard boy. Now let's continue. She arose and went to a loom. She cast aside the cloth that covered it. 
She took her shuttle in her hand. Age long sorrow, she said. Age long sorrow. Presently, she dropped the shuttle. Ah, she moaned, the pain of it. And she leaned her head against the loom. But in a little while, she said, Yet I would not be as once I was. I did not love nor weep or weep. I was neither glad nor sorry. Now I love and I weep. I am glad and I am sorry. Her tears fell like rain, but she took up the shuttle and laboured diligently, weaving the garments of the gods. Sometimes the web was grey with grief, sometimes it was rosy with dreams. The gods were fain to go strangely clad. The maiden's father, the deity of light, for once was well pleased. That is my good, diligent child, he said. Now you are quiet and happy. The quiet of dark despair, she said. Happy. I am the saddest thing in heaven. Am I You are listening to Bookshelf with me, Jessica Dada, here on my radio. We do this every weekday morning, 6 to 7 a.m. If you like our show and want to find out more, do visit our website, miradio.com.mm, or our Facebook page, MI Radio Myanmar. Right, we'll be reading the rest of the story right after this. So the maiden just told her father that she's the saddest thing in heaven. Now, here's the rest of the story. I am sorry, said the deity of light. What shall I do? Give me back my lover. Nay, child, that I cannot do. He is banished for ever and ever by the decree of a deity that cannot be under that c- cannot be broken. I knew it, she said. Yet something I can do. Listen, on the seventh day of the seventh moon, I will summon the magpies together from the ends of the earth, and they shall be a bridge over the bright river of heaven, so that the weaving maiden shall lightly cross to the waiting hard boy on the further shore. So it was. On the seventh day of the seventh moon came the magpies from far and near, and they spread their wings for a frail bridge, and the weaving maiden went over by the frail bridge. Her eyes were like stars, and her heart like a bird in her bosom, and the hard boy was there to meet her upon the further shore. And so it is still, O true lovers, upon the seventh day of the seventh moon, these two keep their tryst. Only if the rain falls with thunder and cloud and hail, and the bright river of heaven is swollen and swift, the magpies cannot make a bridge for the weaving maiden. Alack, the dreary time. Therefore, true lovers, pray the gods for fair weather. End of The Star Lovers by Grace James And that brings us to the end of the show. I am Jessica Rada and thanks for joining us. See you next time.
radio station you can't live without. Welcome to MI Radio. We've got new stars for you every day. Stay with us. 